Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. my love welcome back to the podcast welcome back to another episode today we are talking about living a balanced lifestyle ah the quest the quest that we are all on the quest that i am eternally on it seems to cultivate balance in life and i want to reiterate that statement first and foremost before we dive in cultivate balance balance is not something that is found or stumbled upon. Balance is something that takes effort and intention, and it is something that you cultivate through intention and effort. I think sometimes we can get swept up in the day-to-day of life and put off consciously creating balance because we're waiting for things to just balance out, but balance takes effort. When I am not making a conscious effort to create balance in my life, things get out of balance. And it's funny because I know this, I know this very well because I swing in and out of balance constantly, as I'm sure a lot of you listening can relate to. And each time my life gets out of balance, I'm like, how did that happen? And then with some self-reflection, I come back to the realization that it's because I wasn't making an effort to create balance. I've been seeing a lot of messages from you guys on Instagram asking how to create a more balanced lifestyle. So I thought today's episode could be just that, sharing some tips and tricks and ideas for you to create a more balanced lifestyle. And just so that we're all on the same page, a balanced lifestyle refers to a state of equilibrium or balance or evenness, where aspects of your life are given appropriate attention and consideration. And this involves creating harmony and fulfillment in various areas of your life, like work, relationships, your health, personal growth, and fun or leisure activities. I think it's also worth noting that a balanced lifestyle is subjective and can vary quite a bit from person to person based on your core values and your priorities and your circumstances. But for me, a balanced lifestyle is one that includes a good amount of productivity and creation and work as well as time spent on my health and wellness, like working out and my yoga practice and my meditation practice, time spent with the dogs. I think in my vision of the ultimate balanced life, it also includes time dating and seeking out partnership because that's something that's important to me. And it would also include time with friends and family and time with loved ones just having fun and unplugging. And for me, it's really easy for me to pour all of myself and devote all of my time into productivity and work. I'm really good at that. (laughs) It is not so easy for me to slow down, rest, recoup, and just have fun just for the fun of it. 
And it's not because those things aren't important to me and it's not because I don't want to do those things. It's just the way that I've conditioned myself and maybe the way I've been conditioned through society over the years. And so it is a work in progress for me. It is a dedicated daily effort for me to cultivate balance in my life. And you know, something that I think might be interesting to think about is that some of you listening might be the opposite from me. You might find it to be really easeful to rest and have a lot of fun, but find it challenging to balance that out with work and wellness and what have you. So everybody's needs for creating balance might be a little bit different, but I was hoping to give you some ideas so that you can cultivate a more balanced lifestyle. And, you know, I'll typically get these ideas for podcast episodes in my meditation practice or when I'm journaling, or even sometimes when I'm on a really long walk with the dogs and I'll kind of process my thoughts and feelings on these things and write them down. But one of the things that popped up for me in thinking about what I wanted to share with you on this subject today is how we can hear balanced lifestyle. And I think, I don't know about you, but for me at least, wellness and fitness and yoga and sleep comes to mind and it's this healthy lifestyle. But that to me isn't healthy unless there's balance. Prior to moving to New York, my life really centered around work and working out and my health and wellness, which are not bad things to center your life around, but I left no room for fun and humanness and play and rest. And so one might think, well, you're focusing on your health and wellness and fitness and all of these things and you must be living a really balanced lifestyle. And my answer is no, it wasn't balanced because I didn't have any of the other things that create the balance. So just something to keep in mind, you know, I think it's easy for us to look on social media and see a lot of wellness content, which is a lot of the content that I create because it's what I love and enjoy. And it's a huge, massive part of my life. But I've also been trying to integrate more fun and just living into my own personal life as well as into my content. And so I'm hoping that you are picking that up and understanding that a balanced life is one that is balanced and swinging all the way one way does not equal balance. But anyway, I wrote down some key elements that I think contribute to a balanced lifestyle just as kind of some thought starters for you so that you can start to take a look and take inventory of your own life and decide where and in what ways you need or want to cultivate more balance and pay more attention to in your own life because a balanced lifestyle is not about achieving perfection in all areas simultaneously but instead it's about finding a realistic and sustainable equilibrium or baseline that aligns with your core values and priorities and this is why it's really important to get clear about what is important to you and get clear about how you want to feel and get clear about where you want to go. This requires self-awareness and conscious choices and a regular check-in or reassessment to ensure that the different aspects of your life are being given an appropriate amount of attention and time and energy. So let's just dive into some of the key elements that contribute to a balanced lifestyle. Number one, you have work-life balance. Balancing the demands of your career or work with your personal life and 
fun. This involves allocating time and energy to both your professional responsibilities and your personal well-being. Number two, relationships. Nurturing and maintaining meaningful connections with family, friends, and loved ones. And this involves dedicating time and effort to cultivate healthy relationships, right? And that's in friendships or romantic partnerships or if you're single like me, dating. This is an important aspect of a balanced and dare I say, healthy lifestyle. Number three, health and well-being. Prioritizing your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health by adopting healthy habits and routines. This includes maintaining a balanced diet. Again, not swinging crazy far to one end or crazy far to the other end, but eating mostly unprocessed foods, but then also enjoying little indulgences here and there too, right? That is a balanced diet. Engaging in regular exercise, managing your stress, getting sufficient sleep. Number four, personal development and self-care. And this can be summed up as engaging in activities that promote personal growth and learning and self-discovery and self-improvement. This can also be you devoting time to pursuing your hobbies, setting and achieving goals, practicing mindfulness and having a spiritual practice and taking time for self-reflection. Number five, I just wrote down fun. And I feel like everybody's idea of fun could be different, but allowing time for relaxation and hobbies and engaging in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment and doing them just because they bring you joy. You know, maybe this is involving yourself in art or sports or reading, traveling, or any other activity that helps you recharge and fills up your cup and helps you enjoy life outside of productivity and work. Number six, financial well-being. I think managing your finances responsibly and ensuring a balance between spending, saving, and investing is really important. I did not have a good relationship with money and this was an area of massive stress and anxiety for me for a lot of my life. You know, financial well-being involves maintaining a healthy relationship with your money and making informed decisions that align with your long-term financial goals. And for some of us, financial well-being can even just mean getting a handle on our income and bills and debt and stuff like that. I think that if this area of your life is out of whack, it's unfortunately hard to cultivate balance in any other area because while money isn't everything having some sort of financial stability and having enough money allows us to take care of ourselves in this world money does make the world go round in a lot of ways you know and i think if you could start to look at money as a neutral energy source and as a way for you to support yourself and feed yourself and experience life start to shift your money mindset. Um, This could be a whole podcast episode in itself, one that I am not going to do today, but leave me a comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know if you would be into that because yeah, my money mindset and relationship with money and my finances has been a long journey and one that once I got a better handle on, I was able to manage my stress a little bit better. The last thing that I wrote down here is giving back and being of service. I think this is really important. Finding ways to contribute to the community or finding ways to make a positive impact on the world or on your immediate community is powerful. This can be done by volunteering, supporting charitable causes, making donations, 
or creating something that improves other people's lives or engaging in acts of kindness and service with people that you engage with on a daily basis. There are so many ways that you can be of service and most definitely when I shifted a lot of my focus to being of service, ironically or unironically, all the other areas of my life improved. So to me, these are some of the key elements that contribute to a balanced lifestyle. Again, this is going to be different for everyone, but when I think about what a balanced lifestyle is, it kind of includes all of these things. Again, quickly, work-life balance, health and well-being, relationships, personal growth, having fun, finances, being of service. And I also want to reiterate again, I feel like at the risk of being repetitive, it is not about achieving perfection in all areas at the same time, all the time, but rather getting clarity around your core values and priorities and what makes you feel your best and what helps you feel your most balanced self. And then finding a realistic and sustainable way to create your version of a balanced lifestyle. If your life is feeling extremely out of balance currently, I'm giving you a big virtual hug. (laughs) I've been there before. It's really, really frustrating. But I do think that there are some things that you can do to start to bring your life into balance. And I want to share some tips to help you achieve a more balanced lifestyle. I wrote down, let's see, how many do I have? like in the notes section of my phone. 10, just 10. Grab a notebook and pen if you have it. If you are driving right now, do not write right now. Keep your hands on the wheel (laughs) and save this episode and you can come back to it if you're not in a position where you can write things down. But this is one of those things. We're making a list. My favorite thing. All right, you're going to title this list, How to Achieve a More Balanced Lifestyle. Number one, Get clear about your core values. Get clear about what's important to you. I have touched on core values in a few of my recent podcast episodes. If you are not up to date, go listen to the last, I would say three or four. If you're in the Yoga Inspired Life program, we are doing that work, baby. So we're getting clear. But getting clear about your core values is going to be really helpful for you because you're going to be able to better decide what's important to you. This is going to help you set your priorities. You need to determine what truly matters to you and what you want to prioritize in your life. And this could change also, mind you, as you grow, shift, evolve, and transform. There was a time in my life where my priority was my finances and work because those were areas that were heavily neglected and I felt really empty in those areas. So for a very long time, those were the things that I was focusing on. Now in my life, My focus is a little bit more on health and relationships and personal growth and resting and fun. So this will shift and change. This is why it's important to have a regular self-check-in practice. I cannot stress this enough because your priorities might shift and change as you grow and expand in certain areas. Again, number one, get clear about your core values and allow that to help you set your priorities. Decide what is important to you right now and what you want to prioritize. Number two, assess your current situation. Take some time to reflect on your life as it is right now and identify the areas that feel unbalanced. Maybe your work-life situation is out of balance or maybe your relationships are suffering right now or is your physical health 
needing some extra attention or your mental well-being or personal interests or are you not resting enough or are you not making enough time for fun and just for life? Assess your current situation and take inventory of where and how you're spending your time currently. And then you're going to compare your current situation to what your priorities are. And that's what's going to help you do number three, which is create a schedule or a routine that allows for all of your priorities. Set aside time for work or relaxation or hobbies or exercise or socializing or self-care or whatever it is that you're going to be focusing on. But I think that by planning ahead, you're going to be able to ensure that you have dedicated time for these aspects of your life. Because again, like I said, when we started this conversation, it's easy to get swept up in the day-to-day and lose sight of the things that we need or want to do. So you have to make time for them. If you want to focus more on your health, you need to make time to focus more on your health. If you want to devote more time to love and partnerships, then you need to leave a weekend or weeknight open so that you can go out on dates and meet people. Like if you're not creating time for it, you're not going to be able to expand in that area of your life. Create a schedule or routine and schedule these things in. Figure out a sustainable routine for you. And if you're like, I don't have time, I don't buy it. We make time for what's important to us. So if you're truly wanting to cultivate more balance in your life and you have identified the areas in your life that are out of balance and these things are important to you, make the time. Number four is practice self-care. I know self-care is a buzzword, but making self-care a regular part of your routine is going to help you in more ways than one. Having a self-care practice is not only a great way to manage your stress and anxiety and cortisol levels, but it's also a wonderful way to connect with yourself. I think a lot of us, especially in this day and age that we are living in, tend to lean towards being chronically busy and there's this grind mode mentality and a lot of us feel guilt and shame for slowing down and taking care of ourselves. But engaging in any activities that promote physical, mental, and emotional well-being like exercise or meditating or your hobbies that you do just for fun or spending time outside as well as getting enough sleep is important. Your mental well-being and your emotional well-being is vital. If you're not feeling right and well in your body, mind, and spirit, and in your heart, it's going to be really hard to do anything else in your life effectively. So prioritize self-care activities that help you fill up your cup and reduce stress. Number five, and arguably one of the most important tips, is to establish boundaries and learn how to say no when something isn't serving you. Setting boundaries is a form of self-love and self-respect, you guys. Overcommitting yourself is going to lead to imbalance and burnout. Trust me, I know, I'm saying this from experience. I'm the burnout queen, okay? <laughs> I am constantly battling myself because I love to overcommit myself and it throws me out of balance and I get burnt out. I hit a wall. You have to be mindful of your limits and communicate them effectively to other people who you might be responsible for or to, but also. Hold yourself accountable for these boundaries. Burnout is really hard to recover from and it's just better to find stability in the way that you're working and moving through life versus sprinting and burning out. The next thing I have written down is to seek support. 
Involve yourself in a supportive network of family or friends or mentors who can provide guidance and accountability and support for you. Maybe you join a community group or maybe you join the next cycle of the Yoga Inspired Life program or maybe you join a yoga studio and go to classes regularly or you know there's a million different things that you can do especially with the internet. There are so many online communities as well but I think it's really important to give yourself permission to not do like life alone. I think having accountability partners or maybe making a commitment with a friend that you're going to work out every week together or go on self-care walks or whatever it might be, whatever it is that you are looking to expand in, whatever area of your life you're looking to expand in, I think having an accountability partner is so helpful because for whatever reason, it is sometimes harder for us to cancel on another person than it is for us to just skip out on things when it's just ourselves. The next thing is awareness. And I just did a podcast episode on this not too long ago, but mindful awareness is cultivated by being present in the moment and being fully engaged in whatever you're doing. I know that this is really hard if you are new to this and the internet and technology makes it really easy for us to perpetuate this monkey mind energy and busyness and distraction, but mindfulness and remaining present can help reduce stress. It can actually increase your focus and it improves your overall well-being and quality of life, I think. You can do this through having a meditation practice or a pranayama practice, yoga, even fitness. I like to use my workouts as an opportunity for me to practice mindfulness. The last three are prioritize healthy habits, embrace work-life balance, and lastly, regularly assess and adjust. Let me just expand on these few before I let you go. Healthy habits, I feel like it's pretty obvious, but again, that could be different for everybody. But to me, healthy habits is eating a balanced diet, moving your body regularly, and getting enough sleep. When you take care of your physical body, your body will be able to provide you with the energy and prana or life force or vitality that's needed to lead a more balanced lifestyle. Embrace work-life balance. Again, this is pretty obvious too. Strive for a healthy balance between work and personal life. I think it is really easy, at least for myself personally, to tie my self-worth to my productivity to focus all of my energy on work. But life is not about work. Life is life and work is work. Set clear boundaries between the two. Try to create a dedicated workspace if you work from home and try to set up boundaries. Again, we're coming back to boundaries. Set boundaries around your work hours. It's so important for you to make time for leisure and fun and friends and hobbies and activities that have nothing to do with productivity or work. This is reflected in a lot of the work that we do in module one, specifically your bliss list. My program girlies will know what I'm talking about. And lastly, regularly reassessing and adjusting as needed, otherwise commonly referred to as a self-check-in practice. This is something that I've talked about so many times. And if you're not doing this already, not in just regards to cultivating a balanced lifestyle, but in all areas of your life, then you are missing out. Life is dynamic and we as humans are changing on a moment to moment basis on a cellular level. So your priorities and circumstances may and hopefully will change over time if you are growing. 
it's so important for you to check in with yourself and your goals and your commitments to ensure that what you're doing and how you're showing up is actually in alignment with your core values and your desires and how you want to experience your life. So check in with how you're showing up. Check in with your routines and habits. If things do not feel in alignment or if your priorities are no longer relevant to where you're at currently, readjust your schedule and routines as needed to maintain balance. And before I let you go, I just want to say the last thing is achieving balance, if you will, is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process that requires your attention and intention, right? Attention and intention requires conscious effort and self-awareness and mindfulness or presence because you need to be able to evaluate regularly. I think it's normal to experience periods where you're feeling out of balance. That's not something I think that we can avoid altogether. But what I think that we can do is we can make a better effort when we recognize that we're out of balance to make a conscious choice to start to shift back into balance. And maybe you don't find total balance right away. Again, it's not about perfection. But instead of possibly letting the overwhelm of trying to get back into perfect balance to paralyze you and keep you from doing anything, just start small. If you haven't listened to the Atomic Habits episode, I definitely would encourage you to listen to that. It's one of my older episodes, but it is up and there for you to listen to. And I highly recommend reading that book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It talks a lot about creating healthy habits and routines. And one major message within that book that he comes back to and that I often come back to in my own life is be willing to start small. You don't have to change everything all at once overnight, but you do have to start somewhere. And starting small is going to allow you to gain momentum. And even as I'm telling you this, go listen to the episode on motivation as well. This kind of goes along with that. Just start. Give yourself a little movement so that you can start to gain momentum and so that you start to get motivated to stick with the habits and routines that are going to help you live a more balanced lifestyle. If you have any questions, you can always leave me a comment on my latest Instagram post. I always love hearing from you. If you want me to expand on any of these things, you can definitely let me know. I would love to support you in any way that I can. As always, thank you so much for supporting the podcast back by leaving a written review, subscribing, and giving it a five-star rating on whatever platform you listen. I super appreciate the love and support and I love you right back. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or night whenever you're listening and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.